Hello, everyone. Hi. <laughs> oh, on, on one note, I'm very proud of us because we're back to recording on Mondays. Yeah. This is originally how it's been. We need to keep it this way. Quarantine's really gotten to our heads and we're making up our own schedules these days. And I've just, it's mostly me. I'm going to just throw that out there, but it's fine. We're back. We're back on Monday. Also, <laughs> in the spirit of quarantine, and like, I I was texting Taryn and she was like, hey, do you have your story? I was like, almost. I just, I have them like saved. I just need to pick like which one I want to talk about today. Yeah. And then I messaged her back and I'm like, okay, like I'm ready whenever you are. And I go to our closet, which if you didn't know, like we're recording in a closet, quarantine, <laughs> quarantine closet. Um, so I go and I sit here and I like... I'm doing my own thing because I'm like answering emails and stuff and I don't even realize but it's like a half hour goes by. And then, Was it really that long? And then um, Taryn like walks up <laughs> and was like, I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> and if that's not the most quarantine mood I've ever heard, I don't know what it I'm, is. I'm going to be honest, I'm a little unwell right now. <laughs> like yeah. I'm... You know, when you like wake up frantically, like mm-hmm. it was yeah. that feeling and I was kind of like, wait, what day you probably is haven't it? felt that in a while. Yeah. And then I walked in and she's like sitting here, clearly like been here. So then I felt <laughs> bad, but I'm like, I totally feel like sleep hungover, you know, <laughs> that's the worst. I'm so, so sorry. I am so sorry. Or you're welcome for whatever comes today. Yeah. Maybe, <laughs> maybe we'll tap into a brand new side of Taryn we've never heard before oh also happy May the 4th happy May the 4th I wish there was like a Star Wars sounding sound effect I mean I could text you really quick text me yeah because your phone has Star Wars do it do it do it do it okay 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 okay. hold on (laughs) May the 4th be with you (laughs) there we go I woke up and looked at Taryn I was like hey do you have a May the 4th post yet and she was like no it's in progress don't you worry (laughs) is it Taryn I mean, in my it's mind. not yet. <laughs> not yet. Oh, my gosh. Well, um, hey, everybody. I hope you all are doing well. It's weird because we just recorded an episode yesterday. Yeah, we're trying we to. We just want to give a shout out to Mark. We Can we, guys? <laughs> it, one, it's just so weird not having seen him or talked to him in such I a long know. time, like face to face. But he's really been putting up with us. Because we just completely disregarded all any form of scheduling in any way. Yeah. Um, we've been giving him our episodes very last minute. Literally, because he ha- he's the one who like edits, puts them together. Um, and usually we record Monday for the following Monday. So, so he, he has, has a, a full week. week. Do you want to tell the story, Ash? I was just, just emphasizing. <laughs> um, he has a full week to get it together and like whatever. We've literally, I think the past two weeks, we sent him the episode for Monday, like Sunday midday. Yeah. Not even (laughs) a full 24 hours. No. And I've been sucking at putting up our YouTube videos. Like we've just been a hot mess. So we just wanted to give a quick shout out to Mark. To the real MVP out there. Everyone in your cars, your bathrooms, your houses. Just take a second to clap with us. Oh my god. Can I please just find just it? One more. There we go. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Mark. You're the real MVP. We don't deserve we you. We love you. But we appreciate you. Okay, thanks. Ash, thank you. I let it happen. 
I didn't Last even go week, like this. she slapped me and then put her entire calf to block me. <laughs> The <laughs> so I appreciate you. Um, anywho, I honestly, I feel very out of sorts right now. So oh. we'll see how this goes. <laughs> but um, if you don't follow us on our socials, please follow us on our socials. We have Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, um, Twitter. Um, we have our own personal Instagrams. Mm-hmm. It's at Taryn Renee and at Ash Nicole underscore XO. We hate the XO, but we're we going to move XO. on from that. Um, we're going to be doing some live soon and possibly some fun YouTube videos just because yep. why the hell not? We got oh, nothing yeah. else better to do. Um, I know right now, you know, you don't see us on our YouTube videos, but we mentioned last week. <laughs> Which means we got to do it. Um, (laughs) That we want our YouTube to be a platform for you guys to connect to each other. Um, Maybe even giving like advice you would have given on the episode. Um, We're definitely going to start popping in to answer comments and stuff on there too. But we also, um, you definitely should subscribe because we're going to start doing just random videos too. Like I think the first one should be coming soon, Mm -hmm. um, which will be fun. So that way you guys can just feel more connected with us and get to know us and see us in different ways too. Cause we know you guys are all obsessed with us. They're so fun. On a positive note, apparently, you know how Italy was the first to like go into lockdown. Yeah. They officially like started opening up stuff today. Wow. Mm -hmm. Congratulations. I know. I'm very excited forever. If you're listening and you're in Italy, um, still be careful, but like, we're very excited for you. Let (laughs) us know how that is because I'm telling you, like returning to real life is going to be interesting. On a negative note, apparently Japan extended till May 31st. Oh, wow. Yeah. Originally, we're going to expand. I kind of do. I, um, I've had multiple talks. I think mentally I'm preparing for May 31st yeah, <laughs> or some kind of extension like June, yeah. top of June or something like that, just because I don't want to get excited and it not yeah. happen. Um, also, I know people in Italy were taking it very seriously, whereas like people here necessarily stupid. aren't. Yeah. So uh, I could, I could see it being extended. Um, so mentally, spiritually, emotionally, I'm just really preparing myself yeah. uh, for the full extension just in case <laughs> so that I'm not blindsided by I'm a it. very, like, I adapt pretty well to stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, this is just life now. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm not looking forward to being different. Like, I've mm-hmm. just accepted that this is my life. This is how it is. So quarantine just continues forever. I mean, I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> in a weird way. So. Did I, I don't <laughs> I don't know um, if any of you guys follow Britney Spears, but I'm a huge. Oh my gosh. I, I I mean, I've always loved Britney Spears. I was in that generation that grew up with her. Um, But her on social media is just as of late is like the highlight of my day is when she posts because it brings so much joy to me. Yep. Ashley (laughs) like shows me her videos frequently. She has been, I mean, I don't know what's happening with her guys. I love her so much and I don't, mean this in a rude way in any way but I feel like she's go- she's really going through it right now she's yeah. possibly spiraling something's going on and I'm just so intrigued and invested to like find out what it is but 
her her recent post of her back in her gym. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she she's simply just standing there with her super low rolled up Sophie shorts. <laughs> and she dude, her like low rise is not yeah, I, like like she will she never, never give she never up. let it go. Mm-mm, no. Like from when it was popular. Oh, we've back been then in to like now. the nineties high rise for a good oh, five, yeah. at least five Which, solid years can now. Can we just can we Bless just the Lord. We just high fived. Go us. High waisted is my best friend. I mean, can we just? It's really unfortunate that we had to go through high school with the low rise. I know. With the muffin tops. It's horrible. It was just the least flattering thing on ninety yeah. percent of women's bodies. Yes. Like it was not. It was not cute. So, um, yeah, I cannot thank whoever decided to bring the high rise back. Yeah, no. Can't thank them enough. Thank you so much. Just in time. Just okay. in the nick Continue of time. though. Her, her low oh, rise. She's yes. standing So in her she gym. was standing and she was explaining how she hasn't been working out in her gym <laughs> for the past, you know, it's been like six weeks and, and she just casually says, I, you know, I accidentally burned my gym down. <laughs> she says, I had a couple of candles lit and, <laughs> and I lost it. Oh, and I was just it. like, man, 2020 was the year for everyone. It was such a rough year. All of us. Including just, Britney Spears. We lit a candle. And then the world burned down. And the world burned yeah. down. No, it's so true. <laughs> yeah, she's she's such a mood always. Definitely a big fan. I've been following her court cases like crazy. There's also a podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's oh my right. God. What is it called? I don't know, but I remember. There's so many conspiracies about Britney and like what's going on and, um, you know, is she okay? Who's in control of her? And so it is really, it's really sad if you like just think about it because obviously like, something's going on but it is very interesting hearing yeah people like go ham for it you know um so the podcast is britney's gram this is one of our producers at studio 71 actually like told us told me about this and i was like oh i'm going to listen to it right away um they have an episode called hashtag free britney and they go into detail about her life and like what the court cases are consisting of and her like fighting for her freedom Dang of life yeah. and stuff. And it was actually the most interesting story. Like I, yeah. I had this vision, an idea of something similar to this, but hearing all the details was kind of terrifying. And I was like, Oh my God, yeah, poor Brittany. I mean, I feel like you hear so much of that coming out now of yeah. these artists who you're like, yeah, they always seem kind of off or like they disappeared for a while and then all of a sudden they get broken out of these like horrible toxic like contracts and mm-hmm. then they're like, yeah, like this was going on. I had, I didn't even own my music. I didn't own this. Yeah. I couldn't do this. Like all this stuff. And it, it really is sad because you know that they were just young kids who like got approached with these like mm-hmm. opportunities and were like, oh my God, I get to live my dream. Yeah. I'll sign whatever. You exactly. know what I mean? And they were just, you know, babies. They didn't know. And yeah. People didn't talk about this kind of stuff back then, it, especially like Taylor Swift's documentary on Netflix. Oh, yeah, that was fascinating. She was talking about how it's a very common understood thing that the second you become a celebrity, not, not you know, a quick minute celebrity, like yeah. an actual traditional celebrity, you're like supposedly us. <laughs> like us. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, because it is such a shock and a huge monumental change in your life, um, you're stunted at that emotional age. Yeah. And can we just take a second to think about how Britney talks? Yeah. No, it's Acts. true. And we've talked about this before. Like, like she's trauma, still in her early 20s. With any type of like trauma or a big shift like that, you do get stunted. Usually yeah. it's like emotionally and mentally. Yeah. So a lot of times, you know, um, like I've dealt a lot with, you know, kids who, 
yeah, they're maybe five in age, but they had an emotional trauma at like two. Mm -hmm. So it's like, they're still not potty trained. They still cry hysterically if like throwing something happens. And And it's like, yeah, but you can't address them at five years old when we're trying to like get them to catch up. Yeah. So it is, I mean, it makes sense. Well, and even like Justin Bieber Mm -hmm. talked about that too, like the the whole endorphin levels, like going out on a stage where there's literally thousands and thousands of people cheering for Nothing you. Nothing can and, top that. And you go to that, to then being like alone, to then this, and the, and the constant like, you're not getting sleep, you're constantly doing this, like how much that like severely messes with people. Yeah, and if you're starting at such a young age. Yeah, but I think people are naive and they're like, oh, all these famous people are like, you know, committing suicide or have drug issues. Like what do they have to be worried about? And it's like, I don't think we really realize all of the stuff that comes with it. Yeah. You know? I think it's a completely separate category of worries that come with yeah. it that we will just, as like normal people, we'll just we'll never, never experience. Understand. We'll never yeah. get it. You know? Yeah. We have other things to worry about. <laughs> we like have our own category. Falling asleep and being <laughs> slightly intoxicated. That's how I feel. I literally am like, where am I? <laughs> I look like a mess. Uh, remember when I was like, oh, I'm going to get ready and cute yeah. today before we record. Lol. Okay. Um, <laughs> do you, Maybe I should go first to like, yeah, just like push through. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Book of the Month. If you guys have not heard of Book of the Month, where have you been hiding? Me and Ash are both on the journey of trying to be readers. She's definitely there. I'm on my baby steps way there. So obviously we were so pumped to partner with Book of the Month because their mission is to help readers discover new books they love and to promote the work of emerging authors. And guys, they literally make it so easy to decide which book to read next. Each month, the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles. They pick the five to seven of the best new books for you to choose from. All the books are good, so you cannot go wrong. And they offer great prices on new release hardcover fiction, much cheaper than other options. Shipping is always free and it's super fun. Books are delivered in a bright blue box. A fun app to pick your book and track reading process is available and they have reading challenges with rewards. My December read was so epic. It was called Butcher and Blackbird. And let me just read the little sentence they give you that totally sold me. Serial killers need love too. Don't take our word for it. Read this biting, steamy, and edgy murderers to lovers tale. Like, come on. Like, it totally sold me. If you guys would like to check out Book of the Month, just head on over to bookofthemonth.com to pick a book and join Book of the Month. For a limited time, you can join and get the first book for just $5. Just use code unsolicited. Again, that's bookofthemonth.com, code unsolicited. Happy reading. So this story... Or this email is titled, titled, (laughs) hello. Um, I'm only responsible for what I say, not for what you understand. Ooh. I was like dying. Hammer drop. Drop the hammer. Boom. Mic drop? Mic drop. Um, This is from Anonymous. Hi, ladies. I hope you are getting along in quarantine. We have been getting along. We've been doing great. We actually had a moment the other day. We were, Ash was barbecuing. Um, Wait, can we take a second? (laughs) 
What? Guys, I'm becoming a barbecue queen. She's becoming a stay-at-home dad. <laughs> is what's happening. <laughs> is what's happening. <laughs> I have been, just because, especially now that California is officially, like, entered into, like, the hot season. Yeah. Um, we've been spending as much possible time as we can out in the sun because it just feels so good and it feels less like quarantine. And so, because of that, I've been like, hey, let's grill everything. If we're having tacos, yeah. I'm like, let's grill well, it. Nights, if we're having burgers, I'm like, grill. Nights have been prime yeah like there's a tiny tiny chill in the air but not really it's genuinely it's between beautiful. like six and seven thirty it's is that like coffee yeah can I have a sip it's cold but yeah is it like your coffee it's like my strong? coffee yeah <laughs> oh my god <laughs> So strong. Okay. <laughs> um, but basically, whenever I do decide to barbecue, I'll plan it like right in between that Darren's face <laughs> from my coffee. I felt it. I wish we could take a picture of our like morning coffee. No, no hold Don't on. Don't take a There's photo. There's a couple of stories I need to get to. Her coffee, she'll come downstairs, she'll make an iced oat latte with like vanilla. Yeah. And it's beautiful and it's it is. Frothy and it's milky what? and creamy. <laughs> and then I'll go down there and I'll grab like the strongest Nespresso because pod. Because you're a dad. I'm a dad. You drink your coffee I'm 100% black. a dad. You like to grill in your Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> the Crocs are a new addition. That's just like the cherry on top. She walks in the other day and is like, guys, I got a new pooper scooper. <laughs> and I'll find her frequently in the backyard just like scooping. Someone has to do it, Taryn. I know you're a dad. Someone has to do Thank it. Thank you. So anyways... Yeah, that's our coffee. Yeah. And I'm going to digress from the coffee story to bring you back to us barbecuing outside. We've been barbecuing at like twilight and it's been beautiful. It's gorgeous. It's yeah. been like, we'll have like the lights, the patio lights on and the the sun will be setting and it's like blue and pink skies yeah. and the birds are chirping because for whatever reason, we live birds in a very bird chirpy neighborhood. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we've, been, we've just been vibing with the barbecue and that's all I wanted to say about that. Continue into your story. We really went on a what tangent there. Yeah. I was like, wait, what? I don't what? Know. How did we? You said oh, barbecue. Oh, 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 oh. So um, we were sitting out. You were barbecuing. I put music on my phone and I was just like sitting out keeping you company. Uh -huh. And you were like saying basically that you were like, it's so weird that, you know, first we were like, ooh, is moving in together. Great idea. Yeah. Like, do we want to risk <laughs> I remember this conversation now. And then it was like, oh, God, we're going to be quarantined together. Like, I'm going to get sick of you. And working together. And working together. And then you were like, I legit am, like, loving that we're just having this moment together and spending yeah. time. And I was like, no, seriously, there's days where I'll isolate. And then I'm like, where is everyone? I miss them. Yeah. And it's so cool. Like, it really... So you said, I hope you're getting along. And I just want to say, We're we are actually thriving. You're right. I had a, I had a moment where I was like, it was just me and Taryn sitting outside while I was, while we were cooking. And, um, don't say we, it was you. Yeah. Well, I'm fine. I, was, I'm fine. I was trying to include you. I don't need the credit. <laughs> it was all you. Boo. <laughs> um, yeah, I was cook. I was, I was cooking and we were sitting out there and I was like, oh, I love this. Just the two of us out here right now. And then I said that and I was like, Wow. We're doing really yeah, good considering, really you know, I feel like a lot of room, a lot of people were like, oh, a lot of people are going to get divorced or a lot of babies are going to be made. But there have been a lot of breakups. Too. Yes. Have you noticed? I just want to say. This is great for us. I just want to say, I feel like I'm talking to multiple people yes. that have broken up with their, you know, significant other or like a lot of, a lot of dramas yeah. going down. And it's, it's like, Wow. Go us for really hanging in there. But to our defense, like, I think we we set up, like, a 
prime schedule. Yeah. And that's no, what I'm got us through it. I'm saying it's great for us because that means there's going to be more men. Oh, hey. Available. Hey. And I'm great. I'm thriving. Hey, fellas. We're here. <laughs> See you after all this is done. <laughs> Please um, heal correctly oh. so we don't have to deal with your baggage. <laughs> um, Side note. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, we're thriving. Thanks for asking. Who is that? Is that Chloe? Chloe's standing at the door. Chloe, you want it out, girl. Our dogs, guys. <laughs> they have to be included during our recording. Next level. Okay. Um, I'm so sorry for sniffing in the mic. Okay. I have spent my quarantine listening to your podcast, watching YouTube, and binge watching Grey's Anatomy. Lol. <laughs> you know, I've never so. watched Grey's. Really? I watched it. I mean, I've watched episodes. Yeah. But I, could, I, never, got, I never got into See, it. See... I got invested and everybody who watched, who's watched it will know what I'm talking about, but I won't say it for people who haven't watched it. Mm -hmm. There was, you know, those shows that were super popular and then something happened Mm -hmm. and then it's like, I literally, when it happened, I was like, I'm no longer interested. I'm not, I don't care anymore. Yeah. If this particular thing is not here, (laughs) I don't care. Yeah. That's what happened to me with Grey's Anatomy. But yeah. anyways. Okay. I feel like so many shows like that. Yeah. Specifically like CW shows. Why? <laughs> There's always a like transition period where something dramatic happens yeah. and then you just don't care anymore. Yeah. I'm done. Um, anyways, but there's also something else I've been dealing with in quarantine. I know in your most recent podcast, you talked about how you would like some uplifting stories, but I feel many other people are going through this and it needs to be addressed, which girl love that fully agree, fully agree. Um, my friend of three years became my boyfriend. Cute. Oh, I love that. Like, I love that, but like, I don't see that happening for me. Well, you have to have a best friend, guy yeah. friend first. I don't really have best guy friends anymore. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's weird. Same. I used to have literally only guy friends. Yeah. Well, that's what happens. Everyone gets older. They start getting married and then the. Well, I think it was, yeah, when I got my relationship, I kind of stopped. Oh, you did it. And then, and then that made me realize, like, I don't want to keep investing in guys if, like, you're not the ones that I'm going to like go over and spend the night at your house. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? I, I get that. Yeah. Okay. Um, We've only been dating for three months, but it feels like we've spent our whole life together. We both are living at our own homes during this situation. I've been blessed with, with an amazing, loving, supportive family. He, on the other hand, has not. He's been diagnosed with depression, anxiety, and bipolar disorder. He has struggled with mental illness his whole life and his family never understands what he's going through and can never help him. These past few months have been really hard. All of his issues have one same trigger, his family. Dude, I've literally, I've read a few posts and I've been thinking about this a lot lately, but all of the people who their family is toxic or, you know, like even people who deal with abuse from family and they don't have that escape anymore. That's really been like heavy on my heart lately. Mm-hmm. I cannot imagine just being stuck in that. Yeah. For a long time. For a, I mean, it's been what? We're past 50 days now, right? Yeah. We're at 52, I think. Oh, it just breaks my heart. Um, His parents expect so much of him, especially since he's the oldest. His parents get mad at him for the smallest things. His family never listens when he talks and he doesn't feel loved. 
He doesn't want to see a therapist and he doesn't want to talk to anyone except for me about his problems. This puts me in a very stressful position. I'm not a therapist and I can only do so much. Sometimes I tell him that, but that only makes him feel worse because then he thinks he's too much to handle and that I should quote unquote break up with him. I'm debating emailing a counselor at our school that he has seen before. When I brought up the idea to him, he didn't like it. My sister, who has some experience with stuff like this, has been helping me. But again, there's only so much we can do. I love and care for him so much, and I just want to see him happy. I'm reaching out to you to see if you have any advice on how I can help him or really just to have people to listen to me. I love what you ladies are doing, and I look up to you. Love, Anonymous. Oh, that's heavy. That breaks my heart. I know. It's so heavy. Um, so this one kind of like grabbed me when I read it just because, um, I've had experiences both in friendships and in a relationship where I was the like confidant, like Mm -hmm. I was the person that they came to that, you know, it was made very clear. Like, I don't want to talk to anybody else about it. And I've shared before about like a friendship where that it really like dragged me down too. Um, And obviously like I'm not going to share any details because I still respect my ex a lot. But he had a specific thing he was going through. And I think because like I tend to step in and like want to help people. Mm -hmm. I tend to become the fix, right? Like. Like, oh, like, let me help you through this, whatever. Their problem becomes your problem. Yes. Um, but in this specific instance, like, I I became almost like a therapist, an accountability partner, a everything. So in that whole process, what ended up happening is I I became so involved. And then it becomes this really weird dynamic where... You're because you are the person that's supposed to be helping, Mm -hmm. you feel like your feelings aren't valid, right? Because you just need to be there for them and be there at a moment's notice and everything they're sharing, even if it's hurting your feelings, you can't really express your own things because you're trying to be there for them. Right. Um, and it becomes heavy. Like it becomes really just all consuming. And so I think for that's one of the reasons like I, my heart broke for you is because I've felt that before where you're, you don't know your role anymore and you don't know how to act normal and you're kind of tiptoeing. And then you start to have some really valid needs that come up because being with someone who does have, um, you know, is dealing with mental issues and depression and anxiety, like it's heavy for the other person too. Mm-hmm. So instead of like it being this equal thing where you're both getting needs met, it becomes you needing to ignore yours to deal with his, which is going to start putting you in a spiraling low. Yeah. That is very hard to get out of. Yeah. So um, I just wanted to acknowledge like, first of all, that that is a very, very hard situation to be in. Yeah, that's heavy. And I think a lot of times when you share stuff like that, people are like, okay, well, obviously he's dealing with a lot. Like, can't you just be there for them? But I think it's really important to validate too. Like, it's heavy for like all people involved. Yeah. I think with stuff like this, especially if you are choosing to take that burden on to yourself as well, um, 
and 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 really and really like carry that for your person that you're trying to help um it's important for you to have someone that you have um on your side as a confidant as well so the same way that you like stepped up and helped your person who is struggling with this by putting on that burden now you're struggling with it too and you need someone just as much as they your your person needs someone so I think it's important that you don't have to tell the whole world you don't even have to tell someone that you know like you could find a therapist um that you could talk to but ideally I think in these situations it's best to have a friend who knows you knows them loves you both um but that you can talk to and that can encourage you and strengthen you. Um, but just you. Yeah. You know? Oh no, I think that's so important. And actually you just like triggered something in my mind. I've actually heard of, and I, I don't think this is something that like is super common, but I had, I had a friend who was with someone who had a lot of issues and like refused to go to counseling Mm -hmm. so she started going to counseling and the therapist basically like was helping her help him yeah but with making sure she was okay too yeah so I mean that's also an option if he's afraid of counseling you can say like hey like I'm gonna start going too like you know and maybe that'll help him to feel more comfortable um also I know it's not ideal but I've heard of people going to counselors together I mean yeah obviously married couples but I've even known um friends that went as encouragement just for the first one to be like hey like I'll go with you like you know what I mean my mom did it once for one of her friends who was just needed a little support you know and she just went and sat there and talked a little bit but not really it was it was for her friend you know and and I think there's there's comfort in that and that's totally fine that's great yeah um but I do think like he needs to get help. And I think there needs to be a distinction between like, I'm, I can't help you in the way that you need. Like I can be here for you. I can support you. And I think if you approach it in a way of like, cause he then goes to like, Oh, I'm too much break up with me where it's like, okay, right up front. I'm not trying to break up with you. Like I, in fact, like love you so much that like, I need you to get help because I care about you that much, you know? And I think if you really talk to him about that of like, I want to be here to support you, but, but I don't, I need to make sure like I'm healthy too. And right now I'm feeling like I can't give you what you need. And that's in turn making it really hard for me because I feel like I'm failing you. Yeah. So like, let's figure this out together. Like I'm here for you. I can support you in any way through this process, but at the end of the day, I mean, me and Ashley all the time, like there's only so much people can do who don't specialize in that besides yeah. like love and support, you know, yeah. people are only capable of so much. And if, if it helps for like a visual, like I, it's kind of like, we're all like picture us as all like, like a glass of water. His glass is like overflowing. He yeah. can't handle it anymore. He needs help. So you come in and you're, you're, you come in next to him and you start like taking taking out out some of that water and putting it in your own glass but the problem is eventually you're going to overflow too yeah and it's not healthy for either of you um it's kind of like the whole airplane when the mask drops you have to put it on yourself before you put it on to the person next to you 
Um, so I love the fact that you love him enough mm-hmm. to go over there and start shoveling water into your bucket. That's like, I think that's true love. I think that's loyal. And I think that's beautiful. Um, but that's not going to last forever. There's a small window of time where you're capable of doing yeah. that until you need someone too. So I think the ideal situation is for him to find a professional yeah. that can help him with the heavy stuff. And then you can be there as uh, emotional support. Um, and in that category, you are capable of doing that and yeah. only that, you know? And I'm, I'm wondering, cause I mean, obviously this is me just like reading between the lines, but he might feel like his issues are not important or big enough because it sounds like his family is very dismissive of him. Like, yeah. like get it together. You're the oldest, like yeah. doesn't acknowledge him. Also, so, I think a lot of times the family is, gets kind of desensitized to the situation. Well, I mean, I feel like any, but he has like a diagnosis. It, so you, you know? would think like there'd be some empathy there, but who knows? People are the worst sometimes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would, I, you know, if he feels like he's not really validated, he might have that fear of going to counseling. Well, I'm just going to go in there and tell me I'm fine. So yeah, I would really work with him on the beauty of counseling and how great it is and how many things are out there where, you know, there's literally texting places, calling places, whatever. Um, also I would, if his family is his trigger and he's completely emerged in it, um, I, I feel like for me that would help me to be like, okay, it's really bad right now, but that's understandable. Like he's surrounded by it. Yeah. So I would just, you know, continue to like love him, but hopefully this whole stupid craziness is going to stop semi soon. And then, you know, but that doesn't dismiss that there still is an issue there. So like hold on and know that like it's bad right now, but understandably, but also I think really work with him on, you know, and tell him, be like, Hey, you love me, right? Okay. So say for instance, I broke my leg and every time I take a step, I'm like cringing and I'm in so much pain, but I'm like, Hey, let's go for a walk. Let's go for a jog. You would tell me like, Hey, you need to go get, get help. Off. Like I down. can't watch you in pain and I can't fix your leg. Cause I don't know how. And I can't run with you when you clearly can't run. Yeah. yeah. So it's like you, you would love me and you would see me in pain and know that you can't fix me the way a professional would. So that's what I'm feeling. Yeah. And, and yeah, it's like, okay, a broken leg, but it's like, no mental disorders are just as serious. Yeah, That's what's so complicated so about it. I think you need to just try to like help him to see the other way around, you know? No, that was great. But I'm so glad you wrote in anonymous and I hope this has helped. Um, and definitely make sure you're taking care of yourself too, especially since you do have the space of quarantine, um, you know, have extra spa days. (laughs) I mean, do what you gotta do. Do what you gotta do. Continue talking to your sister. Um, and just getting things out. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's the saving grace right there. That's what's going to help. But thank you for being vulnerable yeah, with no, us. We really sure. appreciate it. And I think um, in a lot of ways, that's very relatable to a lot of people yeah. that are mm-hmm. stuck in quarantine with people that they don't necessarily w- would prefer to be stuck in quarantine yeah, with, yeah. you know? Um, put so your mask on first. Put guys. your mask on first. Take care of yourself first and then help others. Um, wow, I love that. Uh, that was great. Yeah. Should we do a tearing it up? Sure. Do you want me to do my turn it up? Yes. Okay. She said, yes. You have such a soothing voice. 
I feel like I sound half asleep now. Nah. Nah. Okay. Um, I <laughs> feel like this tearing it up is very relatable. It actually <laughs> isn't titled tearing it up, but I think it was meant to be a tearing it up. I'm sure it was. And if any of you guys aren't aware, um, Taryn and I created a segment called tearing it up named after Taryn, of course. Hello. Um, she has a lot of hilarious stories where she's done a lot of embarrassing, awkward things. And, uh, it became this kind of running joke that people would send in a story that, was sounding something like Taryn would do. Yep. And um, so we've titled it Taryn It Up and you guys submit embarrassing, awkward, funny stories. Yeah. And it's been great as kind of like an icebreaker or like little pick me up in between more yeah. heavier <laughs> topics, you know? So yeah, no, love it. Let's get into it. All right. Uh, hi, Ashley and Taryn. Hey. I have been Listening to your podcast for a while now, and I love it. It cheers me up and cures my boredom. So um, the story I wanted to tell you guys cracks me up every time I retell it. So with everything that is going on in the world right now, my school has moved to distance learning. For all of our classes, our teachers set up a Google Meet for all the students. We are supposed to join at the time allotted for the meeting and turn off our cameras. We are also only supposed to turn on our microphones if we have a question, which I was like, that's cool that they can like just silence out. Cause I know a lot of ones I've heard, they like have to have their camera on so the teacher can see them. Yeah, I can, I, I feel, I feel like I can see both ways because if I could see my friends, <laughs> you know, like yeah. looking stupid or making funny faces, that would be a huge distraction for me. Yeah, but if I knew I could turn my camera off and my mic, I would, I would knock just walk out. away. Yeah, I'd be That's like, hard. I'm gone. Pros and cons. Yeah. I guess it depends on the class. Yeah, if you have yeah, a more yeah. like serious students or yeah, totally. Students. Um, so I casually join my science class Google Meet for that day, and the teacher starts to give instructions. Everything is going fine, and I think it is just another normal call. The teacher tells us that we can leave the call if we want to, and usually at this time I would leave the call and continue my work. But today, of all days, I decided, to, I decided to stay for an extra five minutes. I start doing my work with the call still going on in the background. People are asking questions and everything seems normal. Then I see that my friend has his mic on. Usually, he doesn't like to talk on these calls, so I'm a little confused. <laughs> <laughs> he's mumbling and no one can really understand what he's saying. And the things that you can understand don't make sense at all. I start to comprehend what's going on and I think he's talking to his friends and playing a video game. At this point, everyone is telling him that his mic is on and I am literally crying tears <laughs> of laughter. This science teacher is very strict and nobody really likes her. I'm still texting him at this point and I don't think he's going to check his phone anytime soon. His mic is still on and he <laughs> says... <laughs> Guys, the science teacher is being so annoying today. I kind of effing hate her. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Can you imagine? Oh my God, that'd be my worst fear. So horrible. The teacher um, just like erupts with anger. Yeah. First of all, it's not nicer, but yes. Um, the seventh grade science teacher that nobody likes starts yelling. Yeah, I'm sure. This is when he finally realizes what's happening. He tries to apologize, but the teacher is raging. This is unacceptable behavior. I do not appreciate the things you are saying about me, she says. 
and I cannot stop laughing. The teacher says she's going to give him detention when we go back to school. <laughs> I kind of feel bad for him, but at the same time, I will never stop making fun of him for this. Thank you guys so much, and keep doing what you do. Thanks, Anonymous. I <laughs> Part rough. of me is, like, is so bummed for students that are having to go through yeah. this. But the other part is, like, how fun to, like, I have know, to experience this and you know this is something you're going to tell your kids your grandkids yeah. you're going to be talking about this semester of school oh yeah for your entire life yeah so I mean I mean I can't imagine the stories that must have happened of like oh, yeah you know t- maybe even teachers accidentally leaving their mics on yeah. or you know just like I'm sure it's happened even um on Ellen's Instagram Tiffany I don't know how to is it Haddish Yes. Um, She was saying that she did her first like Zoom meeting and she thought she had it where it's like the one camera up Mm -hmm. and then there's like everyone's little at the bottom. Yeah. She thought that meant that that was the only thing you could see was the one. Yeah. So she took her computer or her phone, whatever, into the bathroom and started going to the bathroom. And then everyone was like. No, Tiffany, like <laughs> we can see you. And she's like, what? You guys can yeah, see Yeah, I was just on a couple of weeks ago. I had a meeting um, that was a video chat and it's whoever talks is who you see. Yeah. Um. So I kept having to remind myself, even though I wasn't talking, that they could see me. Yeah. You know, because I, I didn't see me. It's crazy. So, But I'm like, no, they can. So good. They can still see me, especially if I move at all. So oh, good time. All of so you guys doing y'all? meetings, Zoom call Check meetings Check your stuff. Meal. Mm-hmm. Check your camera before keep, keep you your start clothes on. Fortnite. Keep your pants on. Don't yes. go pee. Yep, in public. Yeah, it's still not okay. Still not okay. <laughs> okay, um, we're gonna go ahead and get into my story. Um, this I'm very one excited to just to just relax. Poor Taryn, guys. She's really... Dude, I don't know what's wrong. I'm not usually like this. You're but really going through it right now. Certain naps, I must have woke up on the, the wrong REM cycle. Yeah. Know? I mean, it happens. We've all been there. Okay. This one is titled, I Never Thought I'd Be the Other Woman. Oh, no. Dun, dun, dun. Um, this one's short, but um, yeah, we'll just get right into it. Cool. Hi, Ashley and Taryn. Hi. Today I'm writing to you out of total heartbreak and needing to get this out. Even if you don't read it, I don't have anybody to talk to, so this will be a nice release. I have been in Alaska on a seafood processing vessel for the last four months. Wow. About two weeks in, an older man had started flirting with me, and he was really, really attractive. He was the first person to actually treat me well and seemed genuinely interested in getting to know me. We ended up getting together, and almost right away, he made it clear to me that he's not playing around and would like to be in a relationship. Wow. That What's he- that like? Just <laughs> <laughs> upfront intentions. What's I that mean, like? that's, yeah. Usually it's like, oh my God, I think he likes me, and then just gone. Silence. Gone. Um, that he doesn't want to just be FWB or have me leave him after the work season is over. What is FWB? Honestly, I don't know, but I'm assuming maybe like sleeping together, F boy, or like yeah, uh, some kind of. It's probably something naughty. We're officially getting old. Someone educate us. What does that no, mean? No, don't educate us. <laughs> I don't want to know. Um, well, we have been together ever since then. January eighth was the official date, and I came home on April tenth due to health things. Something I would also like to email about, but I'll leave that for another day. Literally, just ten minutes ago. 
a woman calls me and asks how I know him and if we're together. Ten minutes. Wait, what? Ten minutes. She ago? wrote this ten minutes before writing this. A woman called her. Oh my gosh! So she like instantly wrote to us. Yeah. Which. Oh my gosh. Girl, we, we got love you. you. Too. Get oh into gosh. the story, Ash. Let's, okay. 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 Okay, okay. Okay. So I'm gonna say that again. Today, literally, just ten minutes ago, a woman called me asking how I know him and if we're together. I admitted to everything and told her that he had promised me that he wasn't with anyone, but I knew he had had two kids and their mom was in their lives. He told me he'd never been married and wasn't interested unless he knew for sure. I've been trying to call him, but in remote Alaska, there's almost no cell reception. However, he gets to call me almost every day. I'm feeling absolutely heartbroken, and the worst part is I feel like I'm not allowed to feel this way since technically I'm the other woman. Ooh, girl, we're going to go in. I genuinely feel so crushed as I felt so in love with him. He was the first person to ever make me feel truly beautiful and important, and now I just feel lost. Any words of advice would be greatly appreciated. Always, Alicia. That's so sad. That breaks my heart. Um, so to recap... They had been dating for a few months. She came back top of April because of health things, but he's still there. And that's when she finds out that he has a relationship with someone. She can't call him, but he can only call call her, her, which makes sense. Which I, that is true. My brother works out in Alaska too. And I mean, he has to call me 90% of the time because he's working and he can't get any cell reception. Um, Ugh. but baby girl, that is heavy. I am so sorry. Yeah. Um, that means the world to us that you wrote right away. I know we're here. I've really, I feel like really I'm glad we saw her email. Or you I saw know. Her email. I feel like I've really begun to understand. I've heard you guys talk a lot in your emails about how writing it out has helped you. Um, a lot of you guys will, will say like, even if you don't read this, writing it out helps yeah. me process this a lot. And I feel like I'm starting to understand like how true that is. Um, I've started journaling too. Finally, <laughs> I've, I've been journaling my whole life, but never consistently and never well. Um, but I'm starting to really understand what you mean by that. Um, I think it is therapeutic and I'm, yeah. I'm so happy that you were able to write to us. Um, I do want to make something very, very clear though. Um, he lied to you and you didn't know. So you did, you really did nothing wrong here. I know technically the title is the other woman. Um, but that doesn't mean that you did something horribly wrong. It means that someone lied to you and you had no say in the matter, obviously. I don't know you well, but <laughs> judging yeah. off the email, um, probably wouldn't have gotten in a relationship with him had you known. So that doesn't make you an evil other woman. That makes you um, just out of the loop. You didn't know. So it's not your fault. Well, I understand that you might feel like it, especially if, if the woman called and if she was upset and angry. Um, but I, in, in my eyes, you did nothing wrong. You did what was appropriate what you thought was appropriate. Well, even like women that get in these situations that do have previous knowledge, like it's, it's such a hard thing because when you like, you are only thinking about that guy, right? Like you're single and you fall for a guy. Usually those type of guys like know how to make you feel like you're everything. Mm -hmm. And there's this weird complex of like, Oh, he's like choosing me. 
you know, even yeah. though he had someone or has someone. It's a it's a really messed up like mental dynamic. Yeah. And I I really feel for her and I've shared before that I've been in this situation before. Um but it is like you feel you feel so like dirty and just dropped after mm-hmm. everything while this guy continues to go on in his own life and then you feel like you don't have the right to be upset or to express any type of anger because you're like, well, I'm just the other woman. Yeah. But it's it's so messed up because you don't get to get closure. Like, you don't get to get, um, you know, you you were, in a sense, like, cheated on too because you thought you were in yeah. a relationship. Emotionally, yeah. So I just wanted, like Ash said, like, I want to first of all say you have every right to be upset you were betrayed you were lied to you were heartbroken and it doesn't matter that you fall into that category of the other woman you still are a human being who has a right to all of your emotions and you got your heart broken and I think you need to not like diminish that because you're going to prolong your healing so much more but I think you need to be okay and say, like, no, this freaking sucks. Like, yeah. I got my heart broken. I got betrayed. And I can't, I have every right to feel all of these things. And I think you should make sure that you provide your space, whether that's writing a letter to him and never sending it, writing a letter and sending it, um, getting through somehow to that freaking bow and, like, going off on him. Whatever you need to do to get your closure Make sure you give yourself permission for that. Um, but, God, ugh, it just sucks. It's not fair. It's the, it is the absolute worst feeling to just, you just feel thrown away. Yeah. Like, I can't describe it. And nobody has empathy or pity for the other woman. They're always like, oh, this homewreck or whatever. But a lot of times it's just an innocent girl who's like, I just liked him. Like, yeah. I just got into this situation. But in the end, it's like, oh, it's done. Yeah. Everyone's mad at you. And then, oh, go figure it yourself. Because heaven forbid, like, I can never talk to you again. You know yeah. what I mean? And he sounds like a charming piece of shh, you know? Shh, shh. He, shh. I mean, I, and, and I don't know him at all. And this is just me, like, coloring in <laughs> the blanks. But... Um, he was going to be on a four month long fishing trip and saw a pretty girl. Like he very intentionally knew what he was doing in my head and, um, like pursued you very hard, made it very clear that he wanted something real. Like he knew exactly what to say to make you feel comfortable and safe with him. Um, so in my head, like that's very malicious and manipulative. And I would say he's actually a lot scarier than just some guy looking to cheat around with if that's how you felt yeah. because usually you know girls hooking up with a guy like there's hookups where you're like oh that's not you know relationship yeah, material but we're just hooking up and then there's like where you think you are head over heels in love with someone mm-hmm. um and that's scary because he he made you feel those real feelings yeah so he sounds terrifying and I'm glad you're not with him and I would if you could like Taryn said let him have it in some kind of way oh. a letter a phone call I mean, you worked there. Maybe you could contact someone and and have them drop off a letter for you or get him on the phone and you can just like scream at him. Whatever you got to do, girl, you got to get those emotions dealt with. So, yeah. And I think one of the things 
I want to just like make you aware of. Um, it's, you know, people who've been cheated on, they have like trust issues that they have to deal with. Right. And it makes sense. You're like, Oh, of course I'm going to have trouble trusting someone Mm -hmm. when you are the other woman. I hate freaking saying that the other man, the, the other person, whoever, um, one thing I think you don't anticipate is the trust issues that come with that because now you've seen how easy it is mm-hmm. for someone to have another life but make you feel like you have everything. And when you start to piece together like, oh my gosh, so that means he was calling her, then coming to me and then this. And then you start to see how easy it is for people to just be sketchy and it creates a huge trust void. So um, that's one thing I feel like I found the hard way after my situation was I was like, why do I not trust anyone anymore? And then I realized it's because I've seen how easy someone can just manipulate a situation, you know? And so um, especially when you you didn't even know there was another person. You know what I mean? It's different when you go into a situation. It's like you ask for it to a certain extent. Yeah, exactly. Um, And that's what I mean. Like, I feel like if he's capable of this, it's almost like, I'm glad, I'm glad you're separated. I'm glad, I'm glad all of this went down the way that it did. And timing wise, I'm glad that you weren't anywhere near him because he sounds terrifying. Yeah. You're going to be fine in this and you are going to find someone who's just leagues above this dirt bag. But I, I do want to say like, There are, I think you need to, that's why I'm saying you need to acknowledge that this was hard and give yourself space to heal and be ready for those areas to come up that you're like, well, I wasn't cheated on, but kind of you were. So it's, you know what I mean? So let yourself heal in all those areas. Um, Yeah. I think there's um, also like, there's so much we can learn from this. Um, and you don't you don't want to go overboard and start second guessing every date you go on. But yeah. also you can you can this is a tool that you can now use when you do go out on dates with guys and and you meet up with them maybe for the first time to just be like, hey, are there any red flags? I've seen them before. I know what they look like. Yeah. And I'm not saying over th- overthink it to the nth degree, but just be aware of those things so that when you see them, mm-hmm. you can recognize them no, totally and walk agree. away, you know. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, you, I think she mentioned like she has no one to talk to. That's yeah. another thing I would really work on, whether it's reaching out to someone professionally to talk to or um, just really trying to, um, you know, get involved in groups, get involved in yeah. church if you're into that, like whatever it is. But um, I would really try to start forming connections with people because life hands you so many cards and, and, you know, you want people there to experience good, but you also need people there to lean on in situations like this. Um, obviously we love you and we're here for you, but but you need people that are in your life. Like, I don't know what I would do if I didn't have Ash to go to when I'm having a hard day. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think you really need to put that at the top of your priority list, like start to find and cultivate, um, genuine relationships of people you trust. Yeah. I think um, I think that's the first step. I think people get really scared automatically thinking that it has to be some kind of like group um, or it has to be some kind of like group therapy situation, but yeah. it doesn't. It could just be hanging out with people, um, any kind of group. It could be a socializing group, any anywhere where you can start creating connections with people. That's the first step. Yeah. Um, so 
yeah, babe, I'm so sorry that you went through that, but I thank you so much for being vulnerable and sending this in. I know, I know you are not the only person who has gone through this situation. And I know a lot of them are listening right now and uh, really appreciated you opening up and sharing your story. We we have an episode, I think it was called the accidental other woman yeah if you haven't listened to that one i would go back to because it might be refreshing just to hear someone else's story of like oh my gosh like yeah. you know Surprise. she went through this too and i'm sure we probably said some of the same advice but uh, maybe there's some other little nuggets maybe there's some gems in there that we, we were younger <laughs> and you know more awake some of us um <laughs> Yeah, thank you guys so much for writing in. And um, and I love what that first one said. Like, yeah, we love the funny things. And I think it's good that we have a balance because we yeah. want you guys to escape with us when you listen. But also, um, we know a lot of you are dealing with stuff and our hearts are definitely out there for anyone going through stuff. Make sure you guys are putting your masks on first. first. And um, taking care of yourselves and then in return, taking care of others. Mm-hmm. Love that. Love you all. Oh, I have a dad joke. Oh, yes, please. Um, why did the picture go to jail? Because he was framed. Dang it. Ooh, okay. I got um, it. Uh, what do you call a hippie's wife? <laughs> I want to say hippo, but that makes hippo. no sense. <laughs> it's just the first thing what? that came to my head. Uh, Mississippi. Mississippi. <laughs> Did it? Yeah. That's a good um, one. Uh, do you want one more? Yeah, I mean, why not? What do you call a bear without any teeth? Um, berry soft. Berry soft. I don't know. It's the first thing that came to my head. Berry soft. Just give me the right one, I'll Darren. give you a hint. It's your favorite airplane snack. Beef jerky. What? <laughs> Gummy bears. I don't know why. I just like immediately the first thing I was like, whatever the first thing that pops in my head, I'm gonna say it. <laughs> so <Beef> jerky. <laughs> Freaking stay at home dad for the win. Beef jerky is like the worst snack to have on a plane. Oh my gosh, it's so embarrassing opening it and everyone's everyone like, knows what you're farted. eating. <laughs> Who ate some type of spicy food and let one rip? It's so bad. <laughs> guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll talk yeah. to you guys next week. And love you all. Uh, love you all. Bye. Bye.